Welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast with your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runchuti, talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game, presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hermit Style Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 13th. Uh, we have a stack show. We're going to do the top five, and we're on video. So if you are used to checking out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you lo- usually listen to, if you want to see us, uh, check it out. YouTube. Yeah. Jim shaved his beard, so you know. I did. I did. You can see me look like a baby. We got a different look today going. Yeah, Bree, my, my girlfriend Bree, for those who don't know, she uh, she didn't recognize me. She was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, don't you have to take time to get used to it? And I was like, not really. <laughs> I do this all the time. I grow my beard out to probably a little less than Mike's, and then I just go clean shave. Yeah, I can't not have uh, the beard. I got to have it. I look like a, like a penis without it. <laughs> It's not a good look <laughs> at all. I signed up for the military at one point in my life and uh, had to go to MEPS. And really? Made, I did not know this. Yeah, and they made, me, they made me shave my beard off. And I was like, holy shit. This looks, <laughs> this looks real bad. Uh, I was like, I need to get one of those no-shave chits or whatever it's called. And they're like, they're like, you're a little early to be talking about a no-shave chit. I said, hey, man, I can't walk around society looking like this. And then I uh, reneged on going. Uh, my grandmother got... Uh, real sick actually mm-hmm. and uh i could not imagine leaving for the military while my grandma was sick yeah, so family just, first yeah so i just stayed and then uh finished college instead of going back so absolutely well um anyways we uh we have a dope show today like i said top five uh and that means if you guys are longtime veteran listeners of the podcast uh new new season we're mm-hmm. on to season three so if you stuck with us this long thank you yeah Thank you. Crazy. I didn't, you know, th- this thing's really taking off. We're stoked. And, also, uh, uh, you know, my side hustle, I, bu- I buy a lot of products. So hit me up for the singles. Jim also, both of us. We yeah. have plenty of set 12 singles for you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I don't know about, I don't know what Mike's doing. We don't do like, we don't do it. We do our own kind of separate things with selling. But I think I'm going to do something maybe with the Discord, maybe to get some special deals on cards. I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably give a disc- discount. If you're in the Discord, 68% of TCG player oh, for you. Oh, baby. All right. Mike's Mike's raising the stakes here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I normally sell at 70% anyways, to be honest. So, like, extra 2%, you know? There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, we'll we'll drop it in there. But speaking of Discord, get in there if you're not. Best place to be for Dragon Ball. Talk it about it. I mean, there's, there's no better community at this point. Nope. I say good good people, good games. And you know uh, what? If if they are if they aren't good people, I just ban them. Mm-hmm. There there's no there's no that's the best part. We run it. There's I don't need to accommodate to anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I don't need to be like the official Bandai group to where like I have to. Nah, if you come in and act like a punk, I just, you just get banned, bro. Like uh, it's get, whatever. Get scored out by the Kami House security. I should have put the Hakai drop in there, bro. Oh, Hakai. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, but yeah, so. New season. We're doing top five today. We are doing the award ceremony. Probably we're recording it. We're going to record it after this. If we can record it this weekend, we'll, yeah, we'll pro- put it up. Probably Saturday because we got tournament yeah, on Sunday. Tournament on Sunday. So maybe, maybe we can record it on Saturday. Just got to find uh, a way to secure somebody to watch MJ. We did not want to let the pre-release start without us giving you our top five for the set. Yeah. So we're kind of going, this is the new season, but we're going to kind of come back and do our award ceremony from last format after this one, just to make sure you guys got the info that you want to hear. Yeah. Holiday season. And then also just these wonky releases of the thing of the sets. Like, you know, they're now they're getting back on track with the four months starting from here, but we didn't have four months between each set. So like we normally would. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, yeah. Also, if you guys listen to the episode where I, I, I forgot to mention this on the podcast, um, the episode with Giancarlo, while I was on it, I was trying to order this shirt from Kith, which is the shirt I'm wearing. So if you're on video, oh yeah, you can check out the, uh, the Kith Nike shirt that I got. Uh, I was real hype on it on the podcast cause like mm-hmm. I got it as it dropped and it sold out very quickly and I was fortunate enough to get two shirts and they both came in and they were too big. 
I was so mad. So I ended up paying the hype prices anyways, because then I, I, my, my pride was too hurt <laughs> to just a keep them or b just sell them and say whatever. So I ended up paying paying it another like thirty bucks or so for oh. each one, just to have a stupid shirt. I'm an idiot. I don't know what I do with money. No one should give me money, realistically. Mm. Because this no. is what I do with it. I mean, you got to treat yourself right. That's what I always that say. That is true. The shirt's dope, though. I love it. I love the shirt. I was a little worried because I said it was Nike quality, not Kith. Bro, this is nice. This is the nicest Nike shirt i ever seen. So. <laughs> All right, let's get into news. News from the Lookout. All right, not not a lot of news going on. Um, we have the PPG uh, tournament this weekend. That's on Sunday. So I'll probably be on stream. I'm normally on stream, so look out for me. If I do well... Yeah. He's I will definitely be on stream. Yep. We are both playing decks that no one else in the room is playing. So yep. I don't expect to do well. I'm just going out to have a good time. I'll be honest with you. I expect to do well. I think you will do well. <laughs> My deck probably should not do well, but we'll see what happens. I might be able to throw some people off their game. Yeah, we're just coming in there with the fun, like, casual decks, you know. I fa- The last one, I played to win. This one, I'm not going to lie. I do not feel like having another Sunday where I play from noon until after eight at night again. Yeah. So playing on webcam, like that, that was, a, that was a long day. I will say that means playing the deck you're, you're playing is doing it right. Exactly. Either- I was like, I'm just going to have fun. If it- I lose quickly, I get what I want anyways. Cause it's like, if I don't play fun, I'm just going to drop. I wasn't yeah. even going to play at all. So I just, I'm taking you so, seven Gohan. So if you seven Gohan somehow makes top eight, that's the top eight. You got to play out anyways. Abso- absolutely. <laughs> abs- then, then I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Then you just want to do it, right? Just be like, you know, I beat your ass with this stupid ass deck. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, but that, that's a Sunday. I know there's a lot of people in the discord playing. So if you want to get some testing games in, I still have the together to play a test with you guys. If you want to get some time in against the uh, or, or whatever, whatever you want to play. You should rename the discord, uh, planet tuffle the way as many baby players. <laughs> we, we have encouraged a lot of baby players. Micah's even, I even have the baby deck now. Yeah, there's so. a lot of people in that discord who play baby. I was like, damn, there's a lot of people playing this shit. I hope one of them do well this Sunday. Uh, I think there's got to be a baby that tops. There's no, like, there's so many Vigex players in that room. Yeah. It's going to be hilarious. There's going to be a baby player that just plays Vigex all day, and it's just going to be the easiest tournament that they'll ever have in their life. The actual dream. That's yeah. what I, that's what I was hoping for last time. And you got the opposite. The complete opposite. <laughs> Zero Vigex. Uh, anyways, Apex Dex is continuing their project to yeah. give us an online client to play on. I love this guy, man. This guy Yo, is, <laughs> this guy said, you know, whatever. Who cares? I I enjoy the genuine concern about potential trouble from Bandai, and then just going, all right. I've like, like he's like evaluated it, took time to think about it. Here we go. <laughs> so he, the way I looked at it, this man is either balling out of control, or he's like, what the fuck are they gonna take from me? I got nothing. Yeah. Or he's just like, what are they really gonna do? Send me a letter? Okay, cool. I stop once you send me the letter. <laughs> yeah. Cease and desist. Actual letter. Sure. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't shut down Octagon or Untap. Actually, that's what I see. That that's the same thing I said. I was like, Untap didn't get shut down. Octagon didn't get shut down. And their letter insinuated that this cannot be an official client. So as long as he doesn't say it's an official client, yeah, sh- fan base should be fine. Yeah, actually, it may become an official client. Keep it up, man. Yeah, they might want to hire you. I hope. I pray that happens. Oh, could you imagine? He's already doing so good on his own with no yeah. financial backing. Yeah. Imagine if he had Bandai support behind him. Exactly. The tabletop simulator for Digimon, which is the other card game that Bandai has, they haven't shut them down on tabletop sim. No. At all. So I think there, there is Dragon Ball for tabletop sim as well. Yeah. yeah so I'm saying, yeah. so like, what is the, what is the point of making this guy stop? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I say like, so yeah, just let, let the man be, let him do his thing. He's Absolutely. Put, he's putting in all the hard work, grinding it out. Let him do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, our our new partner, Bad Beat CCG, go check them out. We are going to do some commentary for their previous monthly tournament, yeah. and that'll be dropping on their YouTube channel. So make sure you give them a sub. Uh, you can hear me and Mike sound, uh, I guess, smart or like idiots, whatever you want to think of us. I'm going to say it now. I'm probably going to sound an idiot because I watched actually some of the games that they played, and not that monthly, but a weekly one time. Yeah. And they're on some wild shit, and I had no idea what was going on. Everything, every play I thought was coming didn't come. <laughs> but I was like, "Oh shit!" Then you guys are really in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's the same people from the weeklies that play in the monthlies, you know, hey, this could be nuts. I'm I'm down to watch. I said we should be commentating the finals of that. We'll yeah. see if we can commentate some more of it. You know? And I think we're gonna get some help from Trevor with yeah. Broken Honor. Broken Honor might come in and help. He might out. come in and help. So get so, some, get some, get some tag team going. Say that's what I like to hear. Tag team Gohan, tag team Trunks. You know. Yep. Absolutely. 
So uh, definitely, again, check out Bad Beat CCG. And then lastly, get in the Discord. Yeah. Get in the Discord. We're going to drop another giveaway. You know what? We'll just, I'll announce the giveaway now. We'll start it. Whenever you hear this podcast, you can enter. Uh, we will announce the winner at the end of the month. Uh, I'm, we're done with the custom metal leader, so unfortunately no more. If you want a custom metal leader, though, yeah, hit Chris up. Anderson. Yep, yep, Chris Anderson, Spiral Mally Graphics. But we're going to give away a deck box. So I'm going to get... I haven't decided what deck box yet. It's not going to be one of the Senpai ones. Please don't ask for that. No, I'm... Hey. Any listeners out there? I'm looking for the senpai. Yo, let me know. I need that. I need the, I need the anime girl. I've been looking for that. Um, but it, it'll be a nice deck box, though. It's not going to be like some plastic one. It'll be a nice one. And then I'm going to include four token packs. Oh, that's pretty dope. So I, you get the. So it's kind of like a it's like a utility kind of yeah. giveaway. You know, you I, get all the things that you want to set yourself up to play. I also throw in four champ packs. Uh, oh, season, cool. the season two or whatever you call the wait. The one with Meta Cooler SS3 Gohan. Oh, baby. I got like 50 of these packs at the house and I just I already bought all the cards. So these packs this just, just got way more insane. These packs just laying around. So we'll get I'll give out four of those. All right. Four so four to- token packs, four champ packs and, and a deck box. Yep. That's dope. Yep. So you got to get in there. All right. So here's how you enter. Uh, we're on YouTube now. We want to try and push that, get some more people going onto our YouTube. So all you have to do is two things. Join the Discord if you're not in there already. Make sure you assign yourself the Turtle School Pupil Role. It's very easy. You go to our welcome channel, give it a quick read, and react to Master Roshi's post. Master Roshi's in the Discord. React to it, and he will assign you your role. That gives you access to a lot of things in the Discord. Once you're in, there's going to be a channel that's called uh, YouTube Giveaway. Take a screenshot of yourself subscribed to the Hermit Style Podcast YouTube and post it in there. You get entered. That's all you got to do. Very simple stuff, guys. Very easy. And if you are in the master class, which master class means you interact with us a lot, you are in that Discord a lot, that means you're level 15, which takes a good bit of grinding to get to. You get XP in the Discord by basically just talking. Getting in there, messaging, talking, and then I give some extra XP if I see you guys like leave a review or uh, or if you play games. Now, if you get to level 15, you get an extra entry. So if you want that extra entry, make sure you're in the Discord, grind out some games, chat with us, get to that master class. There you go. You get two entries. Again, deck box, four token packs, four champ packs. That's way better than I thought it was going to be, actually. Yeah. Saying that out loud? I thought it was kind of lackluster, but that's, that's pretty dope. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's everything for news. Let's... I'm pumped. Let's get into the main topic. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right, guys. It is finally time. One of my favorite episodes, specifically for this drop. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. And a whole city raid me. Top five cards from each color of the new set. Mm-hmm. We got the new set. The pre-release starts Friday, right? Yeah, it starts Friday. So uh, when you guys hear this episode, pre-release has started. Yep. So I would listen to this episode before you go to locals, try and pick cards up. Yep. Yep. Make sure you check out this episode first. Listen to it. Uh, we're going to go through basically each color. Mike and I have went through all the cards mm-hmm. and we've picked our personal favorite card before we've taken too deep of a dive into the set. Just our personal favorite of what we like. Yep. So That's let's it. just let's get right into it. We'll start with uh, red. Mike, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, we're going to go with Pilaf. It's a uncommon. <laughs> How got, did I know you were going to pick a Pilaf? Uh, hey, Pilaf is the homie. Actually, it's a common. Pilaf, the gang's all here. Uh, it's a two-drop, 15K Earthling card. Uh, auto, if your leader is red Earthling only, at the end of turn where this card was played from your hand, play up to two red skillless battle cards that cost a one from your deck and show your uh You guys are probably like, why is he paid this card? If you play Bulma, which is the only Earthling deck anyone should be playing, and every other Earthling deck is terrible, if you ask me, I would like to see some results from them. They don't exist, to be honest. Uh, you know, so Bulma's only gets results. This represents three bodies for two. In a heavy aggro format, that sounds pretty good. So I I'm like, with it. I like that card a lot. I'm, I'm all about pull off the gangs all here. Also, I felt like Red was real lackluster in terms of power level this way, this set. It's more synergistic with the archetype stuff. Pilaf has got the got the power inside of Bulma, though. So that was my pick. Yeah. No, I like that. It was not... That actually wasn't even on my radar for a pick. But that makes sense. Especially, and I know you love Bulma. I do love Bulma. <laughs> Mike has one of the... Uh, 
custom ball molators yeah. from Chris Anderson. I got one of his first wave ones. I want to get one of his yeah. second wave ones though with the oh, with the man. engravings. Engraving? Maybe on he can, maybe he can put the glasses on Bulma. I'm I'm gonna hit him up after this actually. Oh, that's sick. All right, so I will give mine. Uh, my pick for my favorite red card is Master Roshi Mafuba. Oh, that card's broken. Yeah, that card's insane. Red Red just got a one drop Mafuba. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Like, that's that's insane. Um, and all you need to do is have an Earthling. Oh, I, thought, I thought your leader had to be Earthling. Well, yeah, your yeah. leader has to be an Earthling. So, so it's, it's, Bulma. For, it's for Bulma again. But if your leader card is a red Earthling card, it's a counter battle card attack. So that it has to be a battle card. Mm-hmm. So you can't do it on like a unison. Although that would be nuts. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. We're not gonna get that type of card. They're not. They're not gonna treat us like that. I think that. we will one day. Hopefully. Just not. Not. Not anytime soon. I'm probably. just not optimistic. <laughs> but anyways, you negate the attack, and then if you have a red Earthling card in play, it's just like the normal Mufuba. You play it on top of the attacking card at the end of your next turn. Place this card and only this card in its owner's drop area, uh, and then. Just like how normal blue Mafuba works while it's on top of another card, the card underneath it is not treated as a battle card and can't activate any of its skills. Mm-hmm. So it, Mafuba for one. It's literally just Mafuba for one. Mafuba for one in a deck where you like you you don't need that energy. You just play all these free blockers. Yep. And then you Mafuba cards on top of that. And then you make this blocks. is getting stupid. I'm all about Bulma. Maybe I play it in Miami. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As we're talking about it, I'm like, you know. Mm-hmm. Almost just sounding better and better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to mafuba that six drop Broly. Also, I you know how could I not pick a Master Roshi card? Exactly. I knew that was. It coming. is funny because Pil- Pilaf is your favorite character, right? Yeah, Pilaf, the kid version. Eh? People are probably like Pilaf always looks like a kid. I do not like Pilaf, the original Pilaf outfit. I think the outfit looks dumb. But Pilaf and Super with that yellow jacket on and the beanie, look like he about to go out and do some real thug activities. So. You know, I'm a big fan of that peel off. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's let's move on to blue. I'll start us off for blue since you started red. Uh, my pick for blue is Gogeta Godspeed Demolisher. Is that the eight drop? That is the eight drop. Yeah, yeah that card's broken. <laughs> that card's insane. We just like, <laughs> what is going on here? We banned Hero Revived, and then now we just get this printed. Yeah, they. I guess they were like, "Hey, man, you got to do a little bit more work for this one, and you got your hand has to be six or lower, so you're also not that far ahead of your opponent." Nah, no, I'm going so far ahead of you when I play this. <laughs> I think that was their thoughts, but that's got to be wrong. I, I, the moment I saw this card, I said, damn, this would be real good in my SS3 Goku reboot leader deck because my hand is naturally small unless I play the King Vegeta Unison and Advanced Effect or I play the, the SS4 Vegeta okay, card. Yeah, yeah. So, like, unless you don't play, if you don't play one of those cards, your hand is naturally small at that point. It is. Yeah, I'm about to fuck you up. This card come down, what, turn turn four? Yeah. Oh, you're dead. I believe it can come down turn four. And turn three if I got some beans, but I don't know if I'm trying to burn yeah, my hand. Yeah, I don't like know. That. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe. You might be. To get yourself down to six, just say, fuck it. Just go. Um, I don't know. I haven't tested it yet. So also, I guess to preface this, I've done zero testing of this new set. I always make sure I tell you guys that. This is just from init, like first thoughts. We will let you know if our thoughts change on this as we get into more testing. I know. I think Mike has done a lot more than me. As far I, as testing and I, I have tested just some of these decks out actually. And also I have been watching a lot of people. I've been stalking people on untap, watching yeah. them, watching them play. Yeah. I've spent like at least two hours a day. Cause I have not played in person as much as I normally do, but I've been watching people on untap play. Cause I've been trying to learn some of these decks without actually having to put them together. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to do all the proxy in for some of them. So like, I was watching, I've been watching, you know, some of the larger names. I'm not going to tell people who I've been stalked because nobody knows who I am on Untapped. So it's perfect. Like my name is a, just no one knows. <laughs> so, but I've been stalking people and I'm like, okay, I can see where some of these things are. I also see how some of these decks are flops. I'm like, God, this deck's awful. So uh, my testing goes probably about as far as maybe like three to four of the decks, three, three of the decks. One, okay. of, them, one of them is not a deck from the set, but I have been testing it though. I've been testing uh, Vegito again. So, okay. Very cool. Um, so just, just to give the card a quick read in case you don't know what it does, it is a double strike dual attacker, uh, X evolve for two on top of a blue Gogeta with an energy cost of five, uh, once per turn, if your leader card is mono blue. So this is, um, stuck to mono blue decks, mm-hmm. uh, when this card is played or your opponent activates a battle card skill, choose up to two of your opponent's battle cards and return them to their owner's hand. So basically you're doing this every turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's insane. And then if your leader card is mono blue and you have six or fewer cards in your hand at the end of your opponent's turn, they choose three cards in their hand and place the rest 
at the bottom of their deck in any order. Yep. This is stupid. It's Gogeta 7's old effect, pretty much. Well, not it just, the only difference is it's at the end of your opponent's turn. Yeah. But so it makes it a little bit interesting as far as sequencing and how you set yourself up so they can't, like, kill you. But this card's insane. This, this card's insane. <laughs> this, this, this card's insane. It seems pretty good. Yeah. So that that's my pick. What did you got? My pick is going to actually be... I was going to pick a different card, but I, I had to pick this extra card now after I read it a little deeper. I'm going to choose West Galaxy Revival. Uh, it says it's the extra card that goes to the PyCon deck. It says if your leader is a blue, activate man. If your leader is a blue PyCon card, draw two cards, choose one card in your hand, place on top of your deck, then switch up to one of your mono blue energy to active mode. You cannot activate activate main skills on copies of this card for a turn. This card's free. It's pretty much uh draw one card. You know, it's that's pretty good, and it also stacks your deck, which you need to stack your deck in PyCon's deck for some of the effects to work. Then another activate main, if your leader is blue PyCon card and you choose one of your blue unison cards with rejuvenate skill, then send this card from your drop to your warp area, place the top card of your deck under the chosen unison card, and you can't activate the activate main skills copies on this card for turn. So this also procs the rejuvenate effect. So I've, this card's free. Uh, and rejuvenate, like I had quite big, like big doubts about it, but I have seen that rejuvenate works well in the slug deck. So if I can make rejuvenate work well in any other deck, I, it's got to be good, right? <laughs> That's how it's, that's how it's got to work. At least in my head, that's how it's got to work. So I like West West Galaxy Revival a lot. But the runner-up though was the the Great Sandman Blocker. That card has every fucking keyword on it, and I'm like, that was, that was also my runner-up. <laughs> I was like, that was this, my runner-up for mine. Oh, this card's nuts. I was like, hold on, but that that West Kai card just seems really good, and like obviously it's lot to PyCon, but I guarantee you can't play PyCon without that. Like without that card, there's no way you're playing PyCon. So now nah, yeah, that card's very good. No, I'm I'm with it. I like that. All right, let's move on to green. What you got? My green card is going to be, oh, man, I don't want to pick this card, but I got to. <laughs> God. Uh, let's, let me get the whole name. I don't want to say it wrong. I'm scrolling oh, to boy. it. <laughs> it's the Tree of Might card, but I just don't remember, okay. the, I don't remember okay. the whole name of it. Okay, gotcha. Uh, it is called Fruit of the Tree of Might. Uh, it's part of the Turtles deck. It says, Activate Battle. If your leader card is a Turtles Crusher Corpse card, all your energy is mono green, and you flip one face-up card in your opponent's life face down. That's a lot of restrictions, right? That's just, but it's very easy to do in the deck, so it's not a big deal. Choose up to one of your leader cards or battle cards against 20k power for the battle. If the chosen card character name is Turtles, it also gains double strike. So my leader is just a 35k double strike for one energy right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's kind of nuts. <laughs> Like, you know, I always, we, we got like, uh, cells, earth shattering, Kamehameha and all those cards, the attack rares, the 1500 for one. We yeah, like, those are nuts. And wait till you see 20 K for, for one and double check. This card's FDC on steroids. And if you know, if you've ever seen me talk in the discussion group, I hate FDC. I want it banned. This right here is like FDC on, uh, what's, what's that drug called? PCP. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's untouchable man so that was my pick uh obviously there are probably better green cards but that card is just nuts and turtles and i'm i like turtles this format coming up so it's funny i i try not to pick archetype heavy cards when yeah. we do top five because if there are multiple cards that are mandatory to be played in that archetype and only played in the archetype then what is the actual difference if i pick any one of them for my top five yeah but that card is insane. And there is one more card that I think is insane also for Turles. My card was also an archetype card for Turles. The one drop, right? Yeah, I picked, <laughs> picked Kill Driver. Well, no, 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 not the one drop. I picked Kill Driver. Oh, hold on. I got to read that one. Kill Driver is insane, bro. When I read Kill Driver the first time, I said, oh, this is a crazy ass card. Uh, so if your leader card is a Turles Crusher Corpse, uh, flip up to one card in your opponent's life face up so it helps you proc all your effects mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, choose it to one of your leader cards or battle cards. Gets plus 10,000 power for the battle. Then choose one. Draw one card or if it's your turn, choose it to one of your opponent's battle card with an energy cost greater than their current energy and KO it. That's pretty good. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. insane. You have It's activate battle. You have instant speed removal. Yeah, I like it. That's very good. That's wild, bro. And it flips the cards up, which you need. Yeah, in this deck, and so. gives you 10k. And dog, this card does everything. This plus the the fruit. You know, that's a 45k double strike. Uh, kill that card over there <laughs> for two energy. <laughs> I'm doing a lot. 
I like this card. Yeah, this this card is insane. And the other thing I like about these things, you said Fruit of the Tree of Might also works on the battle cards, right? Yeah. So you can potentially get it around cards like Emperor's Death Beam. Yeah, for sure. Because when I was playing Vigek Skillless, one of the reasons I liked the Skillless build is because against Invoker, it was hilarious if I pumped something up with my four-star balls and they oh, couldn't yeah. kill it. I yeah. won a couple games that way. He did. Actually, I witnessed it. That's, yeah. just, that's just pretty good. And it could be relevant because, you know, Invoker somehow just doesn't go away. So no. something, something to keep in mind. Invoker's always going to be around. It's a, It plays a victory strike card. It plays a card that can burn you. OTK. Like, yeah. Don't have to really interact with your opponent. So, you know. And, it, it's an, and it's Invoker. That is an insane, probably one of the most insane keywords we have in the game. Yeah. Definitely. It's right behind Victory Strike. <laughs> <laughs> and the deck plays both. So yeah. the deck's always going to be a deck. Uh, all right. But yeah, like I said, I tried to pick archetype heavy cards, but these sets are so archetype heavy. Yeah, it's green, so hard not to. Green is like locked to archetype. It's either even, even my Master, Master Roshi Mafuba, uh, even that, yeah. it's Bulma. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's Bulma. What, what are we doing? And you so, could play another Red Earthling, but why would you? Why would you? Yeah. So it is what it is. But let's let's get into yellow. All right, this one right here is actually the hardest one to me to pick from. Really? Yeah, because there's so many good yellow cards, right? Like, I actually think the Whis deck has a really good yellow card. I also think Sin Shinron has really good it yellow was very, cards. It was very hard for me to pick a card from the Whis deck because I feel like it's another one where there's a lot. The cards all just, they feel, the ones that are good just feel mandatory. Yeah. And I didn't feel like there was a clear gap in any of them. And as far as, like, I, feel, I just feel like I need them all. Like with the Turles cards, I feel like those two extra cards are what makes that deck like insane. That with the one drop, right? Yeah. Whereas, I don't know, the Wii stick, it just feels like I'm like, yeah, I need to play all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's just kind of how it feels. That, no, that is the Wii stick. You have to play every last one of those cards pretty much because without them, what are you, you're missing a piece. Um, are you starting or are I starting? Uh, you can start. You can start. Okay. Uh, so my pick was Dragon Thunder. That's a good card. <laughs> I did not fully read that card until right before we got on here. I knew the card was the yellow Sensu Bean, but I was nah, like, I don't even care. No, like that plus five K shit is dumb. Like if he, that's not, that's, I don't refer to cards being Sensu Bean. Sensu Bean is the untapping part to me, not the five K five K means nothing in a world of the 25 and 30 K attackers all the time. Here, here's the thing that's crazy about Dragon Thunder. It is activate main or battle. Yeah. That's real. So, bad. okay. Plus five K that, that's whatever. Um, that that isn't what sense. I hate when people refer to plus five k as sensu bean. Yeah, sensu bean is untapped energy. What, what are what are you guys missing? Yeah, sensu bean is if sensu bean said tap one plus five k, would anyone play it? No, never, never, hell never, no, never ever. If it was just a free five k, never would I play it. No, absolutely not. It's the untapping the additional one right. that makes people play it. This card says choose the one card in your opponent's battle area and negate its skills for the turn. That shit's nuts. That means when they finally get a card through that has double strike, you're just, I'll take one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, what? Or oh it's activate main. You want to push through something that's stupid on board? You just uh, negate that card. Isn't it free also? If you have three or more energy in rest mode, you can activate this card from your hand without paying its energy cost. <laughs> Since Shemron taps out all the time. time. There's a tap out deck. I'm like, damn. You, you sometimes leave one up for Nimbus. That's about it. I'm going to be honest. I, you know, you guys know I love Sinshin Run. I've been talking about this before, you know, previous podcast episodes. I was getting off of Sinshin Run set 12. As I was saying, this deck's probably not going to be able to compete in the format because Dark Bro is so prevalent. And it's just, it's probably just not there, right? I'm back on it. Hold on. This card, right? Yeah, this, this card is like, I'm like, damn. This card's sweet, man. Maybe we just take the L of Dark Bro. <laughs> like, this is getting out of hand. You just play Banisher Foo. Yeah, so I play Dark, I, I play Dark Banisher Foo and just go ahead and go in. Just, that, that might I be. have these blockers with Zarbons. You're not getting through them. I'm popping your Brolies. So you can't get the nut plays on me where you attack like a million times in a turn because you had it set up. Exactly. And then I banish your Foo you. I'm, I'm thinking that I might be on this. I don't know. I, I need some further testing. It's actually the first deck I'm sleeving up when I get these cards this afternoon. Nice, I nice. I'm going to play it today on webcam. Oh, man. I cannot wait to see these cards. Okay. Uh, what you got for yellow? Uh, my choose for yellow is going to be... The sound like you said your shoes. No, my, my choice. <laughs> Maybe I did. I my lie. shoes is a Nuova Shinron Flame Shot Unleashed. Oh, baby. Is that that's the SR? Yeah, that's the SR. Oh, man. That card looks sweet, too. It looks dope. Uh, it's also just really good. I didn't realize how good it was until I fully read the whole art types new wave of cards. I said, damn, this is dumb. 
Uh, permanent, if your leader is a yellow shadow dragon card and you have a yellow shadow dragon card in play, reduce the energy cost of this card in your hand by three. Let me tell you something. I'll always have a yellow shadow dragon in play, even if it's just a ball, because somehow the balls are shadow dragons. So this card costs one. It's a 15K also. Keep that in mind. Oh Activate main once per turn. Burst two. Switch this card to rest mode. Play up the one model yellow shadow dragon card from your drop area with energy cost two or more and 19,000 power or less. And a character name different from any battle cards you have in play with the skills negated for the turn. You can't play battle cards from your drop for the turn. That effect is nuts. I'm about to cheat out a Haitian round real fast on somebody. We're, we're, move, we're moving faster than we ever moved before in this deck. Yeah. And some people are probably like, that seems bad. Nah. I don't know. In certain matchups. Here's the thing. Here's what I like about it, though. You can still pivot back. Yeah, you can, you can still bounce back to just being. That's uh, what's so. It's such a. It's such a. Like, okay, it probably doesn't aggro as good as the top aggro decks. And it probably not. doesn't control as, be- as good as the best control decks. But when you can just pick and choose what way you want to go, that's pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, I see, I've, I've, I've had Sin Shinron being the third best control deck in the format, even before these cards, because I thought Baby and Invoker do it better. I, they do. There's no question. But some decks just can't beat Sin Shinron 9-drop. They're just like, damn, this card's A real. lot of decks can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I consider Sin Shinron like one of those gatekeeper decks yeah. that just keeps these dumb decks like the deck I'm going to play this weekend. <laughs> He's just like, just out of, I, I know I can't beat Sin Shinron. <laughs> if, they're, if they have half a brain, there's no way I win. It's just it's an insane card, right? And you're like, you normally, they had been relying on that and had nothing else. So when that wasn't good enough, the deck just flopped it other. Well, now I can be like, well, that's just not good enough. All right, let me show you what else I can do. Yep. They got triple strikers, double strikers. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this deck's got everything now. So I, I'm I'm really feeling this Nuova Shinron card. I did want to choose Oceanus, though, to be honest, but Nuova's just too good. It being a one cost is nice. Nuova's just another searcher. If you knew I chose Eyes last top five, actually. We both chose it. Yeah. It, was, it was the same card for both I of say us. Because, like, I mean, that's just nuts, right? Having cards that search cards. Like, deck thing is deck winning in the mortal words of Peter Catani. So, and I agree with that same logic. Nuova does not deck thin, but Oceanus does. But Nuova does play cards for free, pretty much. So, every turn Nuova lives, I'm playing cards for free. I'm about to fuck my opponent up real good. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I have no complaints. I think that's a solid pick. Let's move on to black. Uh, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start with black. My black choice is going to be something that no one's expecting here. Actually. I, I, I feel like it's one of the Gogeta cards. I wanted it to be one of the Gogeta cards, but it's not. Really? All right, what is it's it? It's my boy, PyCon Savior from another time. Oh, I should have known this because you were just <laughs> talking about it. I never read this card because I said, hey, man, Black Unison card sucks that their name ain't Gotenks. <laughs> I, I firmly believe that they all suck the ones they've printed so far for Black. Like They just haven't been good. Uh, this PyCon made me change my mind. Uh, this, is, this card can't, ta- good. can't tell you if you have two or fewer markers on it. Um, that's That's fair, you know. Uh, plus one activate main choose up two of your black battle cards and you cost one and they get 10,000 power until the your, end of your opponent's next turn that really helps these uh, one drop Goku and Vegeta cards they play but you know what it also helps it also helps that Haru Haru card that everybody plays in, in Vegex now I have a 25k double striker I've been on record saying Haru Haru is bad that card is now good. That card might, <laughs> that card might actually be good now. Yeah, see, that, that's like a perfect shell for that. But the Neg 3 effect really turned my head. You know, like I was like, holy shit, this is dumb. Uh, neg 3, activate main. Play one black battle card with an energy cost of 6 and unison fusion skill from your drop area or your war. So I could just play the Vegek 6 drop that adds a card back to my hand and has to evolve for the 7 drop. I'm like, hold on, man. This is a turn two play. No, this turn, card's wild. It could be a turn two play, actually, but it's normally going to be turn three. But it can be a turn two play if I open two Pycons. There's no way I'm supposed to be doing that. And you're probably, how do you cards work? Well, the Gogeta leader warps five every turn. So, I don't know, man. I'm probably getting there real fast. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. It, it's crazy. That <laughs> neck three effect's not okay. Like, anybody who's going to say it's okay, like, you're like, oh, that's not a big deal. All right, man, when you have a Vigex 7 drop on board, turn two on you, and it's just removing your board, tell me all about it. Tell me about it. Tell me why that's okay. Uh, Yeah, no, that, that's a solid pick, actually. I don't think there's enough people talking about this. For some reason, no, like, I don't see anyone really talking about it. I think I think right now everybody's eyes are just on for black for dark Broly. They're like, you know, everybody's like trying to figure out how to break the deck, uh, trying to make its matchup better against red Broly. And then red Broly's also got everybody's eyes. 
But I mean, if you can find you can find other decks out there. Those aren't the only decks. Like, not at all. And I think no. that I think that that Gogeta deck might be real because the Vegeta and the Goku cards are nuts. If you read them, uh, Jim might pick one of them. I don't know, but those cards are nuts. They they make me question playing Baby in Miami. Like I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to play this in Miami. I kind of want to see where Black Saiyan leaders fall before I go to Miami and uh, play that, but. So this, this is a solid segue <laughs> uh, because my pick is Sun Goku, True Fighting Spirit. Yeah, that's the one drop, right? If I remember correctly. It, so he's a one drop, has deflect, add one card from your life to your hand. When this card attacks, he gets plus 10,000 power. That's whatever. Once per turn, if your leader card is a black Saiyan card, when your opponent activates a counter skill, they choose one card in their hand and send it to their warp. This shit's ignorant. Oh, baby. <laughs> this is what I needed in my life. Yeah, I, say, I don't know. I immediately need four foil of this card. Mm-hmm. I say. Oh, my God. There's bro. also a Vegeta that does a very similar effect. So, like, mm-hmm. in tandem, these cards are here. All I saw when I saw this card was I saw Mike playing Blue Baby just <laughs> warping his hand away. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of what's oh, going on Oh, baby. <laughs> this is about to be a bad time. Like, I, I know for a fact that this card reeks of a bad time. I had to make counter every turn. Multiple times, but it only pains me once. But I can't imagine playing Gohan to warp a card out my hand every that, single sorry. turn. If every counter becomes fucking Topo, like actual, like with the cost of playing Topo, I don't want to be playing counter cards like that. <laughs> it actually got me to the point. That's why I started testing this Fujito theory. I said, man, if people are playing that shit, I could play blockers. That, yep. that might be better in this situation. You might be right about that. So, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped on this card. I don't think there's enough people talking about it. No, but I do know Eddie St. Hilaire, though, is talking about it. Because when we played last two weekends ago, because I can't wait to put this Goku card in my deck. I was like, <laughs> I bet, man. <laughs> so, that's a good pick. But yeah, I think there's actually a lot of good black cards coming out, though. I think Gohan's engine is great. The Gogeta engine is great. Yeah, the Gogeta engine just requires a mono black Saiyan only leader. Yeah, so you can't use it in Vegex. So you can't use it in Vegex. If you could use that shit in Vegex. Oh my god. Mm. I'd be nothing right now. Yeah, see, <laughs> That'd that be my was, pick. That is oh baby. Those Gogeta cards are really good. Like popping cards through barrier. I was like, oh hold on now. That's that's a little too powerful. Oh, I'm, I'm about it. Yeah, no, I think they're black. Black in general is a color very strong. Like yeah. it was strong last set. It is strong going set, to, strong yeah. set ten. That, Mm. Yeah, since since Vegex hit the board, Black has been a dominant force. Yeah, it will continue to be for I think quite a while. Yeah, he's not wrong. Uh, we don't normally talk about it, but we might. As well, I'm go, I want to just throw it out there. Okay, the SCRs. There's three of them. Yep. Uh, the one to own. Don't get hustled by anybody. Is the uh, Supreme Kai of Time mm-hmm. Space Time Unraveling? That will be the most valuable one. Yeah, because you know normally the black ones are the worst ones to own. Ever since they started doing the three color ones, nah, this black one's the best one to own. This uh, black and it's going to it. It is a card. It feels like it is one of, out of all the SCRs, it feels like it's up there for one of the strongest we have. I have it in my top five SCRs printed in this game. For and sure. SCRs do not get power crept often. No, you go through long stints of SCRs that are either you play them in some random deck just because for whatever reason this card just works better or, than any other SCR or just the good SCRs don't work in that deck. Yeah. So you just have these random ones to play, but no, this is going to be the SCR yeah, it's, it's, it's for, that, for black. That's it's the SCR for black. It it's probably the SCR for any deck that doesn't have a, that can't play Cell Zeno. It just Cell can't Zeno. play an SCR. Yeah, it just doesn't have a real SCR to play. When I yeah. say a real SCR, I mean like Cell Zeno, Apex. Right. Uh, Something that when you ba- play it, if your yeah. opponent doesn't have the immediate answer, answer they just they clean up. Baby hatch, like you know those those right there. Those are the, those. They are leave, the, like they pick up their cards and walk away. Yeah, the game's over. The game's probably over. This one is gonna be the one that you play. Like, damn, I don't know if I want to play Smoke Dragon or what. No, no I, you're playing Kai. You're just playing Kai. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone who has Smoke Dragons, it, I think they're smoke, gonna be worth nothing. Sell, sell, sell trade Smoke Dragon this weekend before people realize. Yeah. If but, you can even still get anything, I don't even know if you can get anything for it yeah, at this point. It's got to go though. This is this is the card. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It is the card to have. However, my favorite one is the Majin Buu, bro. That's my favorite one. It's battering. Yeah, but it's not at the same time. It's battering though. You tap three. Other than leader card, bro. Huh? Other than leader card. Yeah. I mean, well, like I'm just saying it is going to be a very specific SCR. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, There's certain decks where this card's busted. Oh, I agree. I 100 agree that there's gonna be decks where they really need this card. But like my problem with it was Green's best decks right now are leader like uh, Voltron decks. That 
so I agree. I don't. I do not think it is the SCR for now. Yeah. But it is an S. I think it is an SCR to own. And if it isn't being played now, and you see prices go oh, down yeah. on it, time to buy. It's time to buy it. That should drop down to see, seventy. I was gonna say the same exact thing. Yeah. I was just gonna say under a hundred. Yeah. I said it's already down under a hundred. Is it? Yeah. I think they're pre-selling for ninety-five right now. Yeah. Oh, then then yeah. Wait till wait till it goes under seventy. Yeah. Wait till like under seventy. Just pick it up. Just pick it up. Yeah. A uh, PyCon. I want to say it sucks. But I'm gonna change my. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it might actually be okay in certain certain blue decks. I don't really think it's prioritized over Baby Hatch. But if you are somehow some way playing a very aggressive blue deck, Pycon might be the deck the, the SCR over Baby Hatch because you might not need an extra turn. That might not be the way. You might just want to fucking blow your opponent's board up and have this dual attack double striker. So I think Pycon is gonna be a fifty dollar SCR when it's all said and done. But I think it'll find a home, though. Okay. That's fair. I mean, hey, I support that because I love PyCon. Yeah. So I, my heart wants him to be great. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's sweet. It's super PyCon at that, too. It's from I Heroes. Oh, I, lo- I love Heroes characters. Yeah, I don't like Heroes characters, but it's PyCon, so I don't, I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right. I was, I'm going to pick one up that we also don't usually do before we get into mm-hmm. our best deck pick. Uh, best art. What's your favorite art? Oh, my God. The... The King Piccolo Unison, that thing is nuts. The SPR, not the SR. Mm-mm. The SR's trash. <laughs> uh, the SR actually looks god-awful. It looks like they ripped it from the old anime, the Dragon Ball anime, and just put it on the card. But the SPR with the Shinron flying around him and him, like, ghosted out like this, <laughs> it's insane. Please pause this if you're on audio and go to YouTube. <laughs> like, I need to see that. That's wild. I was like, yo, who <laughs> I'm hoping this isn't another Majin Fujita situation from set, set 11. Was it set, Yeah, set 11. Where that yeah. Majin Fujita on paper, SPR. Oh, beautiful. Look, beautiful. In person? This is like a piece of shit. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not that. Like, you know, I pray it's not that. This I hope this this card looks as good as it does on paper because this thing is beautiful. I'm actually trying to get a whole page of these. <laughs> I'm never going to play this card. But I just want a whole page of them because it looks that good. I think it could look that good. I'm just not as high on it as you. I'm like I know a lot of people are really high on it. I I don't. I think it's the placement of Piccolo. Think something it's, about think it's the, too low. Yeah, something about the placement of it's because the text box is much larger than it normally. Yeah, I think they could have done some. I don't know. I'm not a graphic designer, but I feel like they could have improved somewhere there. My pick, though. I already know you're gonna disagree with this one. Sun Goku Eye for an Eye SPR. The the red one? Mm-hmm. All right, let me look. Let me look. I haven't I do not remember what he it looks, looks like. sweet. It is a very wholesome looking card of just a throwback to Kid Goku from Dragon Ball. And if the foiling is proper on it with the red and gold, I think it could I think that yeah. shit looks sweet. Yeah, it's not 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 for me. <laughs> I do like the Nimbus. I knew that was gonna be a reaction. <laughs> I do like the Nimbus Cloud in the back though. The Nimbus Cloud in the back looks good. But not for me. Uh, I, I just don't like Kid Goku. I think that... Oh, uh, see, I like Kid Goku. I think Goten looks better. Nah, I, I, I fucks with Kid Goku, bro. I think he's going to be sweet. But I need to see it. Honestly, though, none of the art from this set in general just doesn't have me that hype. Uh, yeah. It's okay. But, like, the that Shiro's- also... Here's the thing, though. I don't get hype on Xeno art. I don't get hype on Heroes art. Yeah, I get hype on that stuff. So I don't, I don't get hype on that. I get hype on, like, real, like, canon stuff. And then it's just yeah, for Jim, the most part, Jim the elitist yeah. over here. Too I, good, too good for the for the fan. The fan nah, stuff. Bro, my favorite character is Oob. <laughs> He's canon now. Yeah, but all I'm saying is, heroes and Zeno, it's fake, bro. It's not. It's fake. It's, I promise you, it's not. It's fake in my heart. I said they they are literally making video games off the stuff. Like Band, I don't care. Bandai toy animation, all of them. They all support it. it, when, be, it when they come into the actual real show. Actual Dragon Ball. Well, you know, you know the problem with that is right. Mm-mm. Voice actors. That's that's the big problem. Sounds like their problem. It's not mine. <laughs> I'm just a fan over here. <laughs> you know, I said, voice actors are the problem. Man, you gotta get voice actors for all those people. I'm not a big anime fan. If you like, you know, if you know me, I normally make fun of anime. I, even though I'm a big Naruto and uh, and Dragon Ball fan, I'm just not a big like anime fan. It's not not really my thing. But I've been looking into it a lot and trying to figure out why Super hadn't came back yet. Because you know, I'm like, I need more Super. I read the manga and uh, it's voice actors, man. Those it's the same people doing all the fucking shows. Oh, yeah, they, they do so many. And then, like, some of them are so old now. Yeah, like 
there's this real fear that the lady who plays Goku is going to die soon. Right. She's 83 years old. Like, right. How long can she fucking be Goku? Yeah. We're in, we it's might- wild that her voice is still good enough just to sound like Goku. Yeah, that is true. Think about that. Like, he sounds the same. We may be in trouble, though, for anime-wise, because... When Bulma's voice actor died, they did that special episode on Super where he did that little tribute thing with Vegeta. Like, and now Bulma's, they normally in animes, they do not keep the characters around. So if a voice actor dies, their character normally ceases to exist to keep the anime going. And if the, and if the character's too impactful, they just stop the anime. I'm like, holy shit. Please. Nah, they, there's too much money in this. That's they, what I think there's too much money in it, but I don't know, man. How do you replace Goku? Maybe Goku just has to die, right? Maybe. I don't know. That means Gohan has to die too. She doesn't go the whole. All right, Universe Six Dragon Ball story. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting off topic, though. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, all right. So to wrap up top five. Also, I guess I didn't really explain this. We call it top five because there's five colors. Yeah. Red, blue, sure. green, yellow, black. So we pick our favorite card of each color. That's why it's top five. Um, and then we just kind of start talking about the set. You know what I was thinking though? For multicolor, we should just add those in to like if it's a red green card. That just gets part of the red or green pool. Yeah, I can I can get down with that. That way it's still top five. There's stay, no, stay true to the name. Yeah. And also there's no multicolors in this set. And that's what I said though. This set worked out perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no multicolor. But the last thing we always do is the our pick for the best deck. Yep. Best deck of the format. I'm gonna let Jim go first this time because I went first last one. So early prediction. So I literally have this blank in my note. Cause I've been going back and forth on it so much. Um, I know what I am supposed to pick. Yeah. We all know what we're supposed to pick. We here, all right? know what we're so, supposed to pick here. Nobody wants to pick that. I feel I am better than this. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Cause I'm not picking it either. I feel I am better than this. Um, I told Giancarlo earlier. I was like, that can't be, that, that deck's gotta be, can't be. The all right. Deck. Since we're both not picking it. Cause my, I'm going to hurt my pride too much. If I pick it, what we're supposed to pick is red Broly. Broly yeah. Red Broly to... has the highest ceiling. It's just, it's insane. But nobody wants to pick that shit though. Like that deck is not worth picking at this point. Like I'm, no, I'm off of picking red Broly to be the, be the, the deck to play. It is not a tier zero deck though. No, it's just tier one, but it's got this insane ceiling and it's got a very, very good spread. Yeah. My issue with red Broly as far and the only reason, well, not even my issue. My only reason I say it's not tier zero is because it's linear. Mm-hmm. It, there are multiple strategies to shut the deck down. So that's why I, I can't, I don't feel like I have to pick it as best deck because it is not tier zero. That's fair. That's, that's my thought on it. Um, my pick for best deck is going to be, It's Vigex, bro. Vigex <laughs> is still in there. Vig- like, I, I cannot say that Vigex is not still one of the best decks. It is still a tier one deck. It's still going to clap people. Uh, the list you're working on, I think, is going to be insane. Yeah. I And it does the same thing. Nothing's changing here. Nothing's changing. Um, my, my, my other thoughts, what made it hard. Well, actually, before I get my thoughts, I'll let you talk so I don't like stealing your thunder. But yeah, my, my pick is Vigex. I think, A, there are still ways that you can just play the deck exactly the same. I mean, mm-hmm. literally exactly the same, and it won't be any different. Uh, I also think that you can take different approaches now, yeah. and you can look into other options. You can look into Go Hanks. Uh, I'm also looking into Skillless with the deck. I think Skillless could come back for it. Uh, I don't know. I've I've got a lot of thoughts for the deck. I've got probably four or five builds that I want to try. So, like I said, I haven't tested yet. So this is just our our kind of at face value picks. Mm-hmm. Bro, I just play so many free cards. Yeah, I mean, free cards is good, right? Free cards is insane. I mean, we all think Turles is good, and Turles is, like, I guess, great value. You know what you have to do in Turles? You are required to tap energy. Yep. I can clap you without tapping energy to play my cards in Vigex. You're not wrong. And I just got more support for the deck. You did. That Goku's insane. That Goku's insane? That PyCon may be insane. That PyCon, yeah. Free play the Vigex. Yeah, I I might free play that Vigex on somebody. Like... Nothing says I can't play that PyCon in this deck. Bro, I don't know. Too much value. I'm not I'm not giving up on Old Faithful. Now, so that, that's my pick. I said that was an actual plot twist because I definitely thought you were not going to pick that. What did you uh, think I was going to pick? Just curious. Dark Broly. Okay. So that was, I almost said Dark Broly. Yeah, I was like, he's going to say Dark Broly. Ago. I almost said it and then I was like, nah, fam. <laughs> there's there's three decks that you, everybody's like, yeah, these are the tier one decks. You see it all the time. Like, people are like, Dark Broly, Mecha Freeze, or Red Broly. I'm going to tell you now, 
I am not a believer that all three can exist as the top three decks. Like as the, as the tier one bracket, I, I do not believe that exists. They are three different deck styles and there's no way that all works. If Red Broly is this crazy aggro deck, how does Mecha Frieza, the control deck, beat it? I understand how it beats it, but if I don't open Putine or Tyrannical Blow or Cold Bloodlust, I'm probably going to get my shit pushed in. So that I got I got real doubts here. I, I want to see. I want to see the best players in the country. You know, I don't want to say the world because I got to respect Europe. The best players in the United States of America play it out in Miami next weekend. I'm going to be there in person to watch. I want to see Justin Rios versus Jordan Marco or, whatever, or whoever it may be playing it out, Mecha Freezer versus Red Broly. I do not believe they both can exist at the same time in the top decks. Like, one has to push the other one out. And Dark Broly is an anomaly because it's just this really wild-ass deck. Like, yeah. you're, playing, <laughs> you're playing 30Ks for free. Dark though. Broly is insane because it feels like it has almost the perfect spread. Yeah, it's, it is. It's an amazing spread. You can beat the aggro decks. You can beat the control decks. Like, what are you actually losing to? Well, I, we were just talking about it in the Discord. I was talking about Giancarlo. I was like, there's no bad matchups. Like, yeah. it's quite literally, it, it feels like Invoker at Invoker's Prime again. Yes. I'm just like, there's no matchup I go into where I go, oh, I lost. But every other deck in the game, uh, I have a matchup uh, where I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, Dark Broly is just the anomaly to me. Like, so, like, I know that one's not removing from the top tier. I, I normally believe top tier is normally the top three decks. Maybe sometimes four decks. Sure. But very, very, very rarely do you get a square format. It's normally a triangle format. And I just don't see the world where Red Broly and Mecha are together in that in that format. One has to push the other one out. And the fact that Dark Broly shits all over Mecha Frieza is wild. So I'm like, how is this even a thing at this point? So I, I, I'm forced to believe Mecha leaves the top three decks. And so leaves room for another deck in there. And if I'm going to choose this deck, I want to say Sin like I did last time also. But I know that Sin Shinron cannot beat Dark Broly. So that's a can't play that deck. I'm going to go with, and you guys all know I love Baby. I'm not going to go with Baby either. I'm going to go with uh, Fujito. Really? Yeah. I'm going to choose okay. Fujito. All right. From everything I see about Fujito, Fujito has a lot of tools to combat the two meta, the two main meta decks, in my opinion, Red Broly and Dark Broly. Like, Awakening on 8, that's strong. Untapping and drawing every time a card's removed on your opponent's turn is powerful. That Great Saiyan card is powerful. And I think that being an energy ahead of my opponent this format is going to be very important. If I can play energy ahead, if I never if I never have forced to play a turn behind my opponent because I went second, would be very powerful against decks like Red Broly and Dark Broly. Versus where I don't think Vegeta was that great when Vegex was the top dog simply because one, I you mean... better open up like double Zamasu and multiple Goku hits. Exactly. Let's just say it was or just, you lost. It was just a much different scenario at that point. But now with that great Saiyan card, I think that great Saiyan card can lock Vegex out the actual matchup. Like I just block combo, get out yeah. your get out your attack, your card's dead, and untapped can block another card. It's just sure. it's just there. Right. And when you do remove it finally, I draw. <laughs> I mean I not I draw and untap. So I like Vegeta a lot. It's actually one of the decks I'm looking at for Miami. So I'm going to go with Vegito. Okay, nice. Well, there you go. Uh, Vegito, Vegex. Two-star decks. Yeah. Two, two <laughs> from the same set. That's crazy. I didn't even realize that. Um, so no surprise for me and big surprise from Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I say it pained me not to say baby also, like, because I love baby. It's my deck. But uh, if Black Sand leaders are popular, can't play baby in Miami. Yeah. You have to wait for uh, someone to crack Dark Broly out the format. Kind of like Green Gotenks. Green Gotenks. Right, right. Once Green Gotenks left, it opened up a lot more decks in the format. So yeah. if Dark Broly is somehow forced to leave the format as a primary deck, we can see Baby be the top dog that I think it is. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. That's top five. Our favorite cards from each color, favorite deck, and even a couple extras this time. Uh, before we move into results of training, Mike, any suggestions for the listeners on cards to pick up immediately? Oh, cards to pick up immediately. Honestly, I'm going to go with Goji to eight because it's going to be cheap because nobody's figured it out yet. Yeah. So but the card is insane. insane. The card's insane. If you read the card, the card's insane. Someone's going to figure it out at some point. So I'd pick that up. I would also go ahead and pick up uh, the Sin Shinron cards. Uh, that deck's just good, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't see a world where it's 
a bad play to have that deck in your toolbox of decks to play. So I would pick those cards up. Um, I feel like most of the rest of it is very archetype driven. Yes. So it's just if you want to play the archetype, then you just need to pick up all the cards for that archetype. I agree. A lot of it is very archetype driven. But I will say an old card you should be picking up going into the going into this set is Food Dark Banisher. Yeah, get get your foil foil not and not the people keep confusing it because a couple people have gotten confused in the Discord when I said Banisher Foo. We are not talking about the one drop or the one cost five drop oh, foo yeah, no, no, no. that just warps a card. No, we're talking about the eight drop the eight one. drop that you top four for. Four. Mm-hmm. And it says permanent. Your opponent must warp a card from hand to activate a skill. If Dark Broly is as prevalent as it appears to be. This is the answer. This is like the kryptonite yeah. to Dark Broly. Dark Broly can't be. They're like, activate my leader effect. You're like, yeah, that's cool. Warp one from your hand. I would say almost any deck can just put this card in. And just kill them. And kill them. Almost. Okay. I won't like, say every, but most. almost. Yeah, I agree with that statement. So I would pick those up if you're like a, you know, obviously the non-foils are dirt cheap. But if you're, I mean, and the, and the foils are dirt cheap. But if this card starts seeing a lot of play, that foil is going to go up because it's from two anniversary boxes ago. So... I'd pick them up. Yeah. And um, I mean, we already talked about the Boo SCR. When yeah. that one drops in price, that's a good one to pick up. Uh, and I, I can't think of anything else, really, that really matters. No. Nah, There's no, like, it's not a set that has really very many, any staple cards for a color. Uh, the Foil Goku. Which one? The uh, for If you want to play a Black Saiyan. Oh, later. yeah, yeah. The Foil Goku. The and, one that I and picked. The, and the Fujita, both of them, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, both of them, yeah. I'd pick up both of them. Um, also... I would because we looked at oh I don't know if you saw this set ten secret identity mass saying that card is insane right now it's like six bucks right non foil six bucks yeah. that's crazy makes sense I threw out a ton of those I threw out far more than a ton yeah I know you did <laughs> like uh, it's one of those things where it's like just these some of these older staple cards are starting to come back into play so you just might want any older staples you happen to be missing you might want to pick them up yep I agree I agree all right cool uh, any other thoughts. Uh, no, not, for, right. not for set 12. Well, there you go, guys. Let's get in results of training. Results of training. All right. So lots of games going on in the discord as always. Uh, this segment brought to you by apex decks. We get results of training by playing the decks that we build in apex decks. If you're not using it, get in there. Um, it, it's the best deck builder around guys. It's insanely fast. It has mobile support. Um, it's great. I love it. And the owner, just the coolest guy. <laughs> real, real, real cool guy. I yeah. like him. <laughs> I, I like him a lot. So can't, can't ask for more. Uh, check out Apex Decks. And we've got, so I have not been able to play as much as I would have liked. Work's been very busy for me. And um, because I played Dragon Ball quite literally all weekend, not this past weekend, but the one before, um, I Kind of had to lay off a little bit this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, at some point goes. I have to be an adult, unfortunately. But I did get in a pretty fun match with Bruce in our Discord. Shout out to him. Uh, Bruce is a cool guy, man. Bruce, I don't know your schedule, bro, but I only ever talk to you after 2 a.m. I don't know why. We're both in the United States of America. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we I only ever see you in there late, but uh, I work late, so, so it works out. And we play one time after I got off work real late one night. And he plays BoJack religiously. This man has played BoJack through like every format. And he said at some big tournament, like Nats or Worlds or something, I don't know, some big tournament he was playing in that he had an invite to, he said he played at the top tables all day because no one knew what the big BoJack did. So he'd play it, and then everyone just had to pitch their whole hand the next turn. And he said he kept sitting next to Peter Catani. (laughs) And he said, Peter, the whole event was losing his shit. And he was like, why are you still here? He's like, I don't know, man. People keep losing to BoJack. That's wild. And uh, he actually should have topped, and he did not because of a poor ruling on Bojack, um, basically the sequencing of when you draw. And Bojack actually hits before they draw. So they get a card for a turn, right? Huh? They get a card for the turn, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe. But in this case, it allowed him to keep one card in his hand, I think. Or I don't know. I can't remember what the ruling is. But anyways, whatever the ruling was, the card it allowed to, him to keep was the card that won the guy the game. Mm. So... It felt it felt pretty bad for him to lose on a ruling that was incorrect. Um, that never comes up for me because I never played against Bojack, so I didn't even know 
like that mattered. <laughs> I, I don't even know what BoJack cards do. It's, I didn't either. I had to ask him what every single one did. But I learned you don't let the three drop BoJack live. You will kill that thing at all costs. Yeah, yeah I do know that because yeah. the four, the seven. Goes yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But the thing, I'll tell you what, it is hard to kill. You can spam some three drop boat. He was putting them out there. I was like, all right, I might have slept on this a little bit. This is getting wild. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, but we had, we had a fun match. I played U seven Gohan, so just fun decks, you know. Um, he got the first game. I had no idea what was going on. I got the next two. Basically, I just focused on killing Bojack, and then uh, Baby Hatch just wins blue matchups against lower tier decks. Yep. It's just not fair. Yep. Baby Hatch gives me an, when you're playing against a lower tier deck, and you have a card that lets you take an extra turn. It's game over. And lower tier decks, realistically, what are they? What are they doing? They're not doing enough already. Not for a card that. And good. most of them are needing to attack through with battle cards. So it's just like it just. It, I don't know. It it just doesn't. Baby Hatch is just so so powerful. Um, so that's that's pretty much how the games went. But yeah, not not a lot of testing for me. What about you? Uh, I've been just playing my Jaren Hom deck. <laughs> <laughs> I like man. If I'm gonna play this on Sunday, I need to. Uh, Have we talked about Jaren? And we talked about that last week. We talked right? about last okay. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've been playing it. Um, all the testing is going fine. I mean, I need to play uh, Dark Broly still with the deck. But I mean, I can just math that out, and I just. As long as I draw a path in, in HOM, I'm in there. So it ends up not mattering there either. So I, I feel like I'm in a good spot with this deck. I've played Red Broly matchup quite a bit. Uh, felt free, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. You can warp the cards up my hand. Who cares? I got three additional turns against the deck. You lose. Like, that, it's going to run. The extra turns in GR, man. Like, I just talked about maybe Hatch being broken. You play... Yeah. With three baby hatches available at all times without negging from hand. Yeah, it's real good. Why don't more people talk about this deck? I actually, it's Russell, Stel- Russell Stelzer is actually talking about it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I saw it last night. I was like scrolling just the Dragon Ball discussion group, and he was like, I think Jaren's in a real good place right now. I was like, I agree. God damn it. Someone else knows. Uh, yeah, the, the leader's baby hatch. Think about it. Three times, baby hatch. Your opponent's just stuck. There's nothing nuttier than that, to be honest with you. Like, that's one of the nuttier things you can do to somebody. And the fact that, like, it can play Hide a Master. You could play Cell Zeno. What are we doing here? You're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are definitely about to die. <laughs> cool. But that's it for me, though. All right, cool. Well, uh, we do have some mailbags to get into, so let's get there now. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaco? Monaka's delivery service. Monaka's delivery service. All right, uh, r- running a little short on time as we apparently tend to always do. <laughs> yep, every time. Uh, so, but we'll we'll pick some questions here. I've got about uh, I still have a good six seven minutes before I got to sign into work here. So, let's just pick some random questions out of the mailbag in the Discord. If if uh, you guys are new to the podcast, jump in the Discord when you get to level seven you can participate in Monaco's delivery service where you can ask questions and then we talk about them live on the show. All right. So, uh, Matty. Yeah. Matty asked, uh, Matty T. Matty. Yeah. Matty T. There you go. I was getting real stuck for a second of all leaders, president past, which leader is the best and why, uh, we're going to go with, uh, SS three son Goku. Damn, That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> that leader was real broken. And cause you could just untap three energy and that's that's powerful. Yeah, because he said best leader for that leader's high point. There is no contest best, for me. Yeah. SS3 Goku was that is literally the only leader I played at for basically till he got banned. Yeah. That was all I played. And except for when I went to Philly, I played Cell Chain. But outside of that, I only played SS3 and I played just so many random stupid things. Yeah, you can play mono blue, blue red. Green, green, blue. I played mono green, I think, yeah. at one point. I played a blue, yellow, wild SS3 deck and topped Richmond Regional with it. Like, it Bro, was, I was the deck playing, was just so dumb. I was playing four for a Belmont card and just blowing people's cards up. It didn't matter. Cause no, it didn't. It's just dumb. You just, as long as you can play a card on each turn, that yeah. doesn't matter. Just untap three energy, you know, and use some combo oh coups. God, bro. That leader was so crazy. I remember when it came out, too. I remember I was talking to someone. Uh, I think as everyone in our locals we were all talking and everyone was talking about the site before, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about SS3 Goku. And everyone was like, oh, it seems okay. And I was like, 
No, that shit seemed broken. Bro. <laughs> I read that shit the day it came out. I said, mm-mm, this is too good. Yeah, <laughs> that was all I played. Mecha Frieza was technically the better deck at the time when it first came out, but I think in hindsight, Mecha Frieza was better at that moment just because of the access to cards. The moment they set four released, SS3 Goku became real crazy. So. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, all right, I'll pick one. Let's see. Okay, so D-Lamb wants to know strategies against meta decks for each color. That could be like a whole episode in itself, uh, yeah. but he wanted to get a little more specific. So I, Well, I asked him if he could get more specific, and he said basically weaknesses or strategy to playing against decks like Red Broly, Dark Broly, and Vigex. Um, so for Red Broly, the deck is linear, so you have to look within your color of what can shut their play down. So like if, if you play Red... You have shoe. Yeah, shoe really fucks with them. Shoe, shoe really, shoe really screws them. There's the one drop shoe. It's a counterplay, I believe. The, yeah, counterplay stops yeah, the Broly from coming out. Stops the Broly from coming out. Yeah, the stops the one drop from coming out. Uh, yellow has uh, Tyrannical Blow to negate their skills or send Shinron the nine drop. Pretty much, you just have to look to see where you can interact with their cards. Right. Where you can stop the swapping from happening. Yep. You don't want to remove them from the board once the Legion on the backside because they just play another Broly. So it's really just about stopping the swapping from happening. Funny enough, U7 Gohan plays a card main board. Yeah, the Frieza, right? The Frieza. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I know. Oh, I'm well aware. And then uh, for Dark Broly, to be honest with you, you, you just got to race them. To be, <laughs> that's how it feels. I'm I'm racing them, and I'm I'm trying to, but Cyborg, I'm really, I, I'm saying. Becky Gabora. Mechie Kabora and Banisher Fu, bro. Yeah, just kill Like, them. you just get to turn four and win. Yep. Those two cards are very good against them. But, like, you just want to race them and realize you want to get them down to, like, three or four as fast as possible. You also, however, what you don't want to do is put them in a position where you attack them and you pass with them at five life. Oh, yeah. No, never. You, you want three, five to three every time. Right. You want to five to three them. And if you can't, you leave them at six. Yep. Those are both correct. So you force them to have to have the BMS and attack with mm -hmm. it. That is the actual play. Um, and, and then... What was that? Oh, Vigex. Vigex. Uh, stop Splintering Mind from showing up. <laughs> Whatever you do, yeah. just stop Splintering Mind. Stop Splintering Mind. Uh, and there's multiple ways to stop Splintering Mind. People don't realize that you can stop Splintering Mind without killing it. Yeah. You, you have to push their life. Yeah. If you put them down to four, they're probably not going to Splintering Mind you. No. If they are, that also is a tell. Yeah. Because now you know, okay... They're trying to game me this turn. Mm -hmm. They're going all in. Because everybody plays FDC, so I go down to, I'm going to split your mind and go down to two. There's no way I'm about to just let you FDC the shit out of me in return. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, just don't don't let it happen. Um, I will say, too, with Vigex, another thing that you have to remember is you have to focus, I've said it before, but you have to focus on their board. Yeah. You cannot let their board go unchecked. Nope. You, you have to have an answer for all, their board. The only way you do that is if you're playing... Uh, like the Bulma and stuff. Like Bulma also clears the board through Fragile Exploit and Weakness and stuff like that also. But like playing the decks that can ignore because they just stop them from attacking. Like yeah. if, if you're a deck that just stops from attacking, then you can ignore. But if you're not a, if you're not a counter heavy deck. Right. No, you, 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 you have to answer their board. You have to keep it in check. And there, there are ways to do it too. And especially sided games, if you aren't already maining the one drop BMS, that is extremely helpful in the matchup because yeah. I'm not going to drop two cards to play this Trunks. Yeah, it stops the Trunks and the Kai from coming down. I mean, I've had situations where I did play one for dropping two, but like it was very specific situations. Yeah. Um, and then additionally, you can play the um, Secret Identity Mass Saiyan yeah. to help with board clear. So that's uh, those are some tips. Hopefully that helps you. Uh, any, anything else you want to add to that? No, we got to wrap it up. Okay. It. Yeah. I got to get up out of here, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd love I also. to stand to talk more, but. Me too. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Jump in the giveaway. Join the Discord. Get on YouTube. Give us a sub. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, I got the real one. Problem on my back every day. I got the set. Pass away. I try whatever I want.